Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh man, welcome back guys to another edition of Heavy Metal Month with the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. Man, that first episode with Crocus was out of sight. It was dynamite. What do you mean first episode? That's the second episode. Oh, yeah, Metallica was. was the first. Why do I keep thinking it was the first? Because you're getting crazy. It was that good. It was, it was that, that good. good. Yeah. yeah, it really was. Now we're on to Black Sabbath, the Ronnie James Dio years. Well, the first set, and then, you know, they had some other singers, and he came back, which we heard in the song there off of Dehumanizer. But we're going to do the Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules yeah. albums. Classic. So excited. We've already, you know, we already, we, this is the first time we've touched on Black Sabbath. We did some Aussie. Um, the sure. first two albums he did with Randy Rhodes, but now we're going to do Black Sabbath. I'm so excited, Greg. What do you think? We even did Dio. Remember, don't forget about that, yeah, man. Dio, man. That was great, too. Those were killer episodes, man. They were killer. <laughs> Um, so now, yeah, we're going to do the, um, uh, Heaven and Hell Mob Rules albums, the first two albums with Ronnie James Dio. But first, I got to tell you guys where you can tell us how much you absolutely love us. Ooh, tell me. At Big Talk CG dot podcast on TikTok and Instagram. If you want to email us, if you got really something you want to say, you can go to BigTalkCG at gmail.com. Twitter, if you want to throw it out in the Twitterverse, it is at Big Talk CG. We're on Facebook. You go to our uh, Instagram bio, you click our link tree link. That's where you can find every single place in the universe you can listen to us, even on Mars. It's on Mars, man. <laughs> That's funny. It belongs on Mars. It belongs on Mars, man. Um, Spotify, Google, Apple, Samsung, uh, anywhere, dude. We we're on. We're on like seventy different places. We love to. Uh, we love as much as you guys like to go to our social media and see how hilarious we are, because we are absolutely hilarious. But we would love for you guys to go listen to the podcast. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Give us, you know, a thumbs up. Uh, subscribe, like, comment. Uh, we respond to every single comment that gets posted on there. We, you know, we got some correspondence. We got some things going. We love to hear with hear from you guys, and uh, let's keep the conversation going. And you know, let us know what direction you want us to go in. What bands do you want to hear about? Maybe you want some more wrestling. Maybe you want some more metal. Let us know. Right? Are you ready, man? I got I got something to say to you, and uh, this is pretty funny. Okay, you got, before you say something to me, this was I got one thing that um, we wanted to talk about on the Crocus episode, but I totally forgot. Because you were rocking, dude. Because I was rocking so hard, dude. Um, I got some things I want to show you and the nation. Okay. I got a couple things here. Check this out. Check this out. You guys ready? Let's see if we can get it up here to the camera. <laughs> this is our brand new caricature logo with the qr code that's greg that's me you guys want one of these let us know if you guys want one we got a ton of them here we can send them out let us know where we can send them to you guys dm us anywhere message us anywhere here's the round oh. copy here's the round copy stick them everywhere look at these stickers oh that's killer dude look at those awesome <laughs> Did you try the QR code? Does it work? It does work. The QR code does work. It's a little small. Um, but, man, uh, my, my guy Caesar um, did all this artwork. A guy I know, he did all this artwork. He went to the trouble of doing all of this for us. Um, uh, I can't. I got to put my glasses on because I can't read it. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I can't read his handle here. Hold on. Give the guy yeah. the props, man. I know. I didn't want to just skip over it. Well, then put your glasses we on. Um, at art underscore by underscore C, the letter C, Zuniga. Z-U-N-I-G-A. 
You guys, he's on um, Instagram. I believe he's also on TikTok. We'll post this up. You guys can check it out. If you guys want some stickers to stick, you guys can stick it, slaughter style. Not just smash it. Not just smash it. You can stick it. Those will be going out. Glasses off. Back to normal life. What do you think? That was my surprise for you, Greg. I love it. You always get me good, man. I get you good, See, dude. You, you know, I asked you, in, uh, before we started to record this episode, I asked Chris, hey, what's going on with our characteristics? I got him like an extra joint in the thumb. And he kept quiet and changed the subject really fast. And I was, I totally forgot about it until he whipped out the sticker. Whipped out what? The stickers. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, I got a bone to pick with you. I'm upset. Let's hear it. All right. So let's hear it. One of my regular fans, my friend Julie, who lives in uh, New Orleans, she sent me this um, text, right? And I, I want to read it to you because it made me laugh, and I'm sure you're going to love it. It says, Metallica, I don't agree with Chris often, but Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, is not a thrash album. Kill 'em All is 100% thrash. I saw Metallica countless times at clubs. He says, um, if I stopped at Justice, she says, I stopped at Justice, got too mainstream for me because I'm a rebel, a loner. And I was like, whoa, whoa, no crazy. And she goes, she was just, for the record, I usually agree with you. <laughs> so Julie, thank you for that comment. I had to share it with Chris because I know he would love to hear that. I... Finally, one of my fans is... Being won over by Chris on this, or at least that statement. It's, she it's you know, it's always f great to hear from someone that used to be one of your fans. Um, that <laughs> She's is, still that one is, of my fans. That She's is, still at the top. That is now one of mine. Um, <laughs> Julie, thank you. And, uh, you know, I just tell it like it is. Most of it, and, and just, look, we're just going to do this, then we'll put a, we'll put a, we'll tie a bow on it here. Everybody thinks that Metallica's they just lump it all into early thrash that first album was and then they just kind of like Cliff got came in and like he really changed that band and we talk about it uh, a lot during the Metallica uh, episode but yeah man uh not so much thrash there are a couple thrash songs but the albums as a whole are not Some cream rises to the top Sorry, Greg, you're at the bottom of the glass. You might I, not even be in the glass. You might be like that scum that's on the bottom. I think right now I am. So thanks, Julie. <laughs> I know you love me, but... How much did it pain you to read that? It didn't pain me because, you know, like she said, she mostly agrees with me. So All it's right. always me, 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 me. I just had to share it with you that for this uh, episode, she agreed with you. All right. Well, so I love it. it. I love it. I love so it. So we, we need to hear more episode. We need to hear more people tell us good fun different facts about us uh if we're right if we're wrong uh your opinion and we totally love it chris tell us tell the people oh, yeah. where they can oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. reach us at we're i'm gonna do it again i'm gonna go back around then we're gonna get to ronnie james deal black sabbath we can you can here hold on hold on hold on hold on i thought i was gonna burp sorry um at big talk cg dot podcast on tiktok and instagram big talk cg at gmail.com greg i'm looking in your eyes yeah at Big Talk CG on Twitter. Look at me. 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 We're on Facebook. You can go to our link tree on our Instagram bio. You guys can listen to us anywhere. You guys can comment, like, all that stuff, guys. We would love all that. We would love to be social media influencers, but you know what we love to do is the podcast, and that's where we want you to go. Listen to the podcast. You're listening now. You're listening. Tell your friends. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it on. Oh, Greg, what do you want to show? I'm going I'm to show it next to my face. How about that? <laughs> These stickers will be available soon. Let us know if you guys want one. Let us know if there's anything else you want us to put that image on. I have legions and legions of fans. I'm going to pass them out to each one of them. Sir, How about that? Sir, you are gross. <laughs> we are going to move on. Let's go ahead and go. All right. Heaven and Give hell. Let's go. This is something I can't get enough of. Oh, hell yeah. Heaven and hell yeah. <laughs> this is Neo Knights. I love it. I love it. Um, I, I, you know, there's, there's, there is, a, I mean, a lot of people make the argument, and we're going to go into it right now. Um, 
the, the probably the only other band that you could actually compare a change of singers to is Van Halen to this Black Sabbath. Uh, great before, great after the change. Black Sabbath, or excuse me, Van Halen, great before, great after the change. Commercially, Van Halen did better after. Yeah. I mean, with, with, with Sammy. Um, but um, there's a big argument about what people like better. Do you like the, the Ronnie James Dio or do you like the uh, Aussie? And I, my answer is, well, really, when Ronnie James Dio joined, they really became very different bands. Yes. They really played I totally agree with, agree with you. On, I agree with you on that one. Um, I think Tony Naomi said that once um, Dio joined, they had to look at their music. They had to look at the way they write songs a little bit different because uh, Dio was, uh, you know, established singer, and you know he he brought not only um, uh, singing ability, but he also wrote a lot of lyrics. You know, for the wait, band. wait, wait. I thought Ozzy wrote all lyrics. Ozzy. That's what he said. That's what he said, but that's not what he did. <laughs> yeah, that's not what he did. Yeah, because we all know Geezer wrote the lyrics. Dude. Yeah, we, we know. We, we know, know what's really going on about yeah. with Black Sabbath. I love this stuff. What a way to kick off an album. Great opening track, Neon Nights. And it's it's killer. It's just aggressive and, and you know, killer. Look at this. here, deal right there, man. Screaming. Um, his yeah, vocal his range. vocal range Woo! is... His vocal range is amazing. His vocal range... It destroys Ozzy, um, but does, I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. Ozzy is an icon. He's an all-time icon in heavy metal music. His voice is instantly identifiable. It's unique. All twelve layers of it, and you know what? He did a great job of fronting this band. He's a great frontman. Ronnie James Dio is a, just a different kind of guy. Different school, different style of singing. A lot of the differences between these two guys. Um, I love both versions. If I had to, I, I, I don't want to say I have to choose, but I, I, dude, I thoroughly enjoy the Ronnie James Dio version of Black Sabbath. Every minute as much as, as Ozzy, if not more. Yeah. And I'll say it right now. Sounds good, man. I, you know what? I, on this, I wanted to say, um, you know, if they compare Ozzy to Dio, really, come on. Uh, Ozzy had, what, uh, eight albums that he did with Black Sabbath? Yeah. And Dio has done four. So is there really comparison? Like, let's hear eight albums with Dio and Black Sabbath before you compare Ozzy yeah. to, to uh, Dio years. But, the you know, the three or four albums um, Dio did, rocks. So let's go on the next one, man. Start up, man. I, I'm, I'm so excited on this, man. This, I'm all pumped. Um, Children of the Sea. This song, I mean, the first one was kind of just a up in your up in your face. Children of the Sea kind of really allows, like, hey, here comes Ronnie. This is what we're doing now with Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Love it. I heard Tony say that when um, he had the riff where he started most of this, the melody did come from Ozzy and when, and when they were still writing songs together and stuff like that. And then it didn't pan out. And then he he brought it up and he brought it to Dio, and Dio just threw his magic in there and it worked totally. This is just killer. Well, I got here all music written and arranged by Geezer Butler, Ronnie James Dio, Tommy Iommi, and Bill Ward. Lyrics by Dio. So Dio wrote all the lyrics for this album. The music they did together is a collab. But Dio said, "Here we go. Okay, there's your casserole. We got the Black Sabbath, you know, meal going." Must sprinkle <laughs> my magic on it. Because Ronnie James Dio writes in a certain style. He writes about certain things. He tells certain messages. A lot of his stuff is subliminal. 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 But also right out in your face. Like you can tell what he's talking about, but he doesn't, also doesn't say it, but it makes it obvious. Yes. He talks about struggle. Evil versus good. Good versus evil. Um, just to, you know, and he did that through his whole career, man. It's just great the way he writes. He writes in a certain way, a certain style. And with these guys, we're probably like, oh my god, we can finally don't have to tune down. We finally can just really play. Yeah, I do I something. Um, I heard um, Tony was also talking about Geezer, and because he wrote all all the lyrics for uh, Black Sabbath with Ozzy, he said with Dio, he said he just kind of he didn't for Geezer. All he had to do was help write the music, and you know. Dio wrote the lyrics, and he, you know, Dio usually writes dragons and devil and castles, like you said, and 
you know, witchery and mystical hey, creatures. Mystical creatures. It worked. And that's the way he writes, man. And this is what came out. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's great. This is great stuff, guys. Do not dismiss this. A lot of people just listen to Paranoid. I mean, honestly, some people, Black Sabbath, that's all they do. They listen to Paranoid. And that's the only album they ever listen to. Um, you guys got to listen to this Ronnie James I, deal I, stuff. I disagree. You got to listen. Oh, no, I'm saying that's what a lot of people do. Oh, Paranoid. Yeah, You got to take this album, Heaven and Hell, and... Uh, Mob Rules as a different different tone, different yeah, band. Different band. Maybe same musicians, different band. Different band, yeah. yeah. I agree. 100%. 100%. You ready to go? Yeah. Ooh. Listen to that bass. That's what I was going to say. Just that bass line is just ripping, man. Yeah. You know, Good same thing, man. Right? Dio just, just paints a certain picture, man, and he was talking about a lady. The lady happens to be a little bit evil, so he paints that picture of her. That's killer, dude. Yeah, dude, this is good stuff. This is great stuff. It, it, it you know, this this version of Black Sabbath has a certain groove to them, man. Let's um go. I'm gonna talk a little bit about Black Sabbath, and right. you know, I just want to kind of you know. So basically, here's what happened: is Ozzy, you know, they started the band in '68. Those that's the earliest incarnation of Black Sabbath. That's when they started. Um, and then Ozzy in '79 was kicked out. They said it was because of substance abuse, drinking, um, uh, drugs, erratic behavior. I'm sure all of them were doing these. things. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I was gonna I, say I'm that. I'm not in saying that too. they weren't. Um, so I don't know if they just really kind of were like, oh, we're just done dealing with them. But that was it. 79 done. Until, you know, the reunion in, what, 2007 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so they brought in Ronnie James Dio, and, and they created these magical albums. But I just want to kind of guy, let you guys know, you know, how he left or, or why he left. And that's It's as simple as that. It was just drugs, drinking, erratic behavior. We can't deal with you anymore. We're done. We're tired of it. They may have also been tired of, like, carrying the load. The musical load, the lyrical mode, the playing mode. He just shows up and, I mean, may, his performing probably wasn't as good as it probably should have been. And, and, and Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was three, so I'm not really sure. But, man, what a great choice they made, honestly. And, and they, could, they probably couldn't replace him with anyone better than Ronnie James Dio, in my opinion. No, not at all, man. I think they tried after, you know, Dio doing different things, but that was a different band within itself. This is just killer, dude. Such a good groove, man. Yeah. Great guitar playing, great musicianship. These guys are just amazing. It's what a great band. Let's go ahead and go. Let's go to the next song. Title track. Heaven and Hell. Instantly recognizable. I mean, all these songs are so far. I mean, you you. If, if any of them, Children of the Sea, some people may not be as familiar, but Neon Knights, Lady Evil, Heaven and Hell, you hear that first chord, you're like, oh, I know that song. Oh, hell yeah, man. All, all three of those. And then you give any any time to this album, Children of the Sea is definitely going to become one of your favorites for sure. This is a, a really heavy riff that's just killer, you know? I think Tony said, oh, yeah. I, I think um, Bill Ward was started the drum beat and Tony just kind of filled something and this is kind of what he came out with yeah. it was just great man and Dio's voice is just amazing on this you could feel his his fucking energy uh, that he's bringing out that he's singing with such passion man it's oh, great yeah, stuff dude. man yeah and, and this now. album this album was great it was received great by fans it was received great by critics it was a successful um their highest charting album since 75 so five years i think it was five six, what year the uh let me look just to get it right so yeah five years it was the highest charting album in five years so they were doing something right they were and and like i said they made the right decision by going with ronnie james Dio. oh yeah it's also the third highest selling album paranoid masters of reality heaven and hell oh no way yeah Oh shit, I didn't know that one. That's cool. 
can't get enough of this, dude. It's right. great, dude. It's, it's a head bobber. Well, the groove from the from the bass and the drums are there, man. Oh yeah. All right, let's go. Right. So that, that I mean, these albums are short. The songs are long. It's a forty-minute album, so that's uh, the last song on side one, track four. Let's go. Let's start off. Let's flip the record. Wish oh well. yeah, I was gonna tell you, Chris. Doesn't this groove or the bass groove have such a like a seventies feel to it? Oh yeah, because that's what I felt every time I kept on hearing the song. I was just like, oh damn, love it. You know, and, and then you know, starting with Dio, wishing well. So still in his magical castle, there's a wishing well and singing about that kind of stuff. But I love the groove of the bass on this. Oh yeah, I the 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 groove is great. Um, yeah, I love it. This was uh, produced by Martin Birch. He did a lot of Fleetwood Mac, um, early Fleetwood Mac, I should say. Uh, pretty much all Deep Purple. Oh no uh, way! From uh, '69 to '77. Um, Rainbow, so you know he's familiar with Dio and Dio's style. Uh, White Snake, all the way through the Slide It In album. Black Sabbath, obviously these two Ronnie James Dio albums. Blue Oyster Cult from '80 80 and '81. Iron Maiden, he produced Iron Maiden from Killers through Fear of the Dark. All of those albums. Wow, that's a lot, man. And those were their classic albums. Yeah, that's it, dude. That's it. Uh, some Jeff Beck, some Skid Row, um, uh, Gary Moore, you know, some stuff. But, man, yeah, he definitely knows what he's doing for sure. Wow, that's killer, man. I think this is great, dude. Oh, yeah, this is great, dude. And, uh, you know, in um, I know they came in 2010 and in 2021, they came out with deluxe editions of this album. So 2010... They had the original album, no bonus tracks, and disc two had um, some B-sides, some live tracks, um, Children of the Sea, Heaven and Hell, Lady Evil, uh, uh, which were uh, some B-sides and some uh, mono instead of stereo singles. Oh, okay. Uh, Neon Knights, Children of the Sea, Heaven and Hell, and Die Young Alive from 1980 in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, So you got that. And that was another, you know, you know, 45 minutes. That was another record, dude, right there. Another seven tracks. Then in 2021, they released the 2021 Deluxe Edition. Man, this thing is chock full. Original album. It's got Children of the Sea Live, which was the B-sides. But then it has four songs that were live in Hartford, Connecticut. And it's got another four songs that were live in London, UK, between January 31st, 81 and January 2nd. 1982. Did I say January? I meant December 31st, 81. It's all right, January man. 2nd. It's all right, baby. Over that New Year's weekend. Yeah. Why don't you go on to the next song, man? What so, we got? What's next? Die Young. Yeah. Love yeah. I love this song, dude. Yeah, me too. Um, what I do love about it, too, is the keyboards. You notice yep. that? Um, on the other songs, I didn't hear them as if they were there. They're definitely very subtle in the background. This one in the forefront, but it does lay groundwork. It does paint a picture of what the song's gonna sound or something that they're going after. And they weren't scared to put keyboards on the yep. on their on the album. Which which probably follows Dio because I know Dio does a lot of keyboards on his, you know, um solo albums. But like I said, they're very subtle. They're not force fed, you know, our throats. Yeah. That type of stuff. Um so uh Jeff Nichols was the keyboard player that played on this and he played on Keyboards for Black Sabbath. He was like their studio keyboard. Played on Heaven and Hell, Mob Rules, 1983's Born Again, 86 Seventh Star, 1987's The Eternal Idol, Headless Cross, Tear, Dehumanizer, Cross Purposes, and Forbidden. He was their keyboard player. Basically, their whole time they were using keyboards, a couple live albums, uh, and he was definitely a staple of this band post Ozzy. Post Ozzy, for sure. stuff right here dude you can definitely tell 
in their uh, in their presence on this song, you can tell there's a lot of uh, kickback. There's a lot of feel to it. Um, Ronnie's vocals doesn't you know doesn't sound like aggressive like the first you know few songs like yeah. this. A little more kickback, a little more different, but oh, still yeah. good, still powerful, still aggressive. Love it, right? You know, I, I love the bass in this song is great. Just you know, like the the mixing, the producing on this album was really good. It allowed everybody to kind of to shine. Um, sometimes I feel like the focus was put too much, not too much, but a lot on Ozzy and, and what okay. he could do. Kind of became like the fixture for that. I love this part right here where they break it down. See, trying new things like you know you, you probably couldn't do this amount of stuff with Ozzy. Dio could do it, man. Ozzy could. He'd be like, hey, don't bag on him, dude. That's I'm not that, bagging on him. That's different. Saying. You know what? You know what? We're gonna next year. We're gonna do Black Sabbath. Good. Ozzy years. I can't wait. I cannot wait to do that. And we're gonna start off with it too. Just for that. shove it in your face. It. Hey, that's the first band next year. There we go. <laughs> it's been set in stone. Greg said it. Uh, I just love say stone, it, man. Love I just, it. I just love put it. it on paper, man. I didn't put it on stone. If you can even find that thing again. Uh, notebook. Die Young, great, great song. Yeah, go ahead, dude. man. Good stuff. Has a 70s feel on it. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. This is something new for them, for Black Sabbath. It's totally new. See, the bass groove. I love this. It's great, dude. I like it when you can... Um, I mean, obviously, headphones. I love it when you can hear all the instruments. Like, you can pick them out. I love that, yeah. that, that um, uh, camaraderie that the instruments play together, but I also love to hear the separation and be able to hear the individuality of each player in the band. It's great. I want to say this was the standout deep cut for me. You might be right, yeah. For me, this was the one I could really... I heard it, and it was, I was just mesmerized. Not that the, the guys can't play this different maybe a little funky but still i thought wow this was good maybe i you know all i know is the hits i need to get a little deeper and this was definitely one that i just kept on loving every time i kept on doing my homework see i mean walk away he's not really talking about dragons he ain't talking about knights he's talking about saving the the princess you know from the castle he just didn't walk away, baby. Hey, you know what? Chris, Princess walk Peach. away. Yeah, he didn't seem to know Princess Peach. He's like, walk away. You know? Sometimes in the sunlight, you got walk away. Sometimes in the walk darkness. Walk away to see another away. day. Something some people definitely should hear today in 2023. Nobody walks away anymore. Even if you look at someone wrong. Yeah, because they take an Uber. Don't walk away. Uber away. That's a new song. Uber away. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about anymore. They get on a scooter, Chris. Scooter away. That is great, dude. Yeah. That bass, that bass is oh, killer. You guys, yeah, get this guy's crank it in your car, crank it in your headphones. This is great stuff. It's a very 70s vibe. The harmonies they're singing, the bass. 70s, that guitar sound just sounds so 70s. They don't have that tuned down sound that they had a lot when they were playing with Ozzy. I love this, dude. I cannot get enough of it. I would say Geezer Butler's my hero for this album. Well, that's easy. You agree with me on that? Yeah. Okay. He, he, uh, he definitely was given the freedom to play in all the ways he could, but wished he could have played all the way all along through the 70s. Wow, that was a good one. You wanna bring me to the last track on this album? I'll bring you to the last track. I'll bring it on home. Yeah. This is the last track, guys. There's only eight songs on this. 39 minutes, 46 seconds. Lonely is the word. 
love this one. That's just. I'm gonna say this about every song we're gonna listen to today. I love this one. I don't even know if I need to say it anymore because I'm just saying I love it. I love no, it. no, no, no. I love you, it. You, you ain't seen Killer enough, dude. This shit is killer, bro. Yeah. Um, factoid. You ready for some factoids? Give it to me, baby. All right. Uh, released. Uh, April eighteenth, nineteen eighty. Recorded at the Criteria Studios in Miami and Ferber, Paris. Um, 39 minutes, 46 seconds on Vertigo label. Martin Birch was the producer. Here we go. Three singles from this album. Uh, Neon Knights and uh, Lady Evil and Die Young. Now let's go to what we uh, know about the charts. All right. Um... Canada, 23. Germany, 37. Japan, Japan. Come on, Japan. Get with the Big Talk podcast. We love you guys over there. I'm going to travel over there. I'm just going to start downloading. Uh, They hit number 60. New Zealand, 44. Norway, 22. Sweden, 25. UK, 9. And the United States of America, 28. Wait, did you say Sweden? Sweden, 25. Yeah. Like it. Uh, in 2020, it recharted in Poland at 47. Killer. Uh, in Finland, in 2021, it charted at 39. Uh, Canada certified gold with 50,000. UK, it's gold with 100. And the United States, one-time platinum. I don't even know if that's true. It's got to be two by now. I got to start digging deeper on mm-hmm. something. Only a million? Yeah, see, I disagree with you on that one. I think it's a lot higher, but... No, I think it's higher. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, well, you think okay. We, we both agree that it's, we believe it's higher. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with that. So then the singles, Neon Knights in UK charted 22, Die Young at 41. That's it. That's it, baby. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we got. Great, great change of pace for these guys. Great new direction for them. Listen to this, dude. It's just, yeah. It is just like some blues right here, dude. Right? Hey, I, I wanted to say that um, on the beginning, before this album started, and um, Tony Iommi, uh, you know, they let Ozzy go, and then uh, Dio got let go from Rainbow, uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Uh, Tony Iommi said that he was um, at the Rainbow over here in Los Angeles, and then Dio came in, and they were hanging out, and they were chit-chatting, and, you know, they needed a singer, they, uh, Dio needed a band, and they said, "Why not? Let's get together." And the magic happened here in it, Los Angeles, California, right here, smack dab where we're sitting. Right. You ready no. to bring me to the next album, dude? Hmm. I'm ready. Let's go to the next album right here, guys. Here we go. Woo! Yeah. Turn up the night, lead off track. The Mob Rules, album number two with Ronnie James Dio, released in 1981. And the other one was released in 80? Oh. Dude, they used to just they, churn them out back in the day. They would just turn them out, man. So uh, before we go too farther deep into the uh, this album, so the last album, album cover was a little controversial. Any Any thoughts on that, Chris? No, with the angels and the and playing cards playing and smoking, cards. they it, it was a little controversial. You know, people get back crazy. in the day in 2023, no one would care. Yeah. So with that album, I mean, this album cover is even a little different. Yeah. I mean, you got you got like a demon face, you got these creatures, you got red paint or slash blood written in the in the Black uh, Sabbath the, uh, mob rules. Correct. Yeah. Yep, and, yep, 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 yep. And in one of the album, like the first incarnation of the album, which is said, and I have not seen it, Chris, if you have the album in the corner, in blood, it says Ozzy sucks. Did you oh. ever hear about that? No. So the first printing. I am going to have to check that out. The first printing did have. Now, it's not crystal clear, but there's writing uh, on the floor, and you, it kind of 
I want to say it's very close to the word Aussie. It could be just scribble scrabble, and people just saying, "Oh, it looks like Aussie." But when they uh, the record company uh, found that out, or they started to look at it again, and the second printing, third printing, they kind of airbrushed it a little bit out, a little moving a little bit, so it doesn't say that anymore. But the first incarnation of the album cover was uh, Ozzy Sucks in the Corner. I'm going to have to look into that. I'm going to see what I can find out. I'll post it up on social media. I've yeah. never heard anything about that, but maybe. I'm sure somebody saw something. and, and, and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But starting off, Chris, this Turn Up the Night starts this album off right, fast, paced, good. You know, I mean, just like what Dio would say, turn up the night. And that's what we want to do. That's what Big Talk's all about. We turn up the night. That's right, baby. As long as you turn up the volume, too. Let's go. Woo. Oh, yeah, dude. This is right here. Voodoo, it's got a nice groove to it. It's got some nice harmonies in the in the chorus. I love it, dude. Yeah, I'm not going to lie on that one, dude. That was Why just... would you lie? Don't lie to the nation. No, no, no. I- I'm not going to lie with you. With This was just killer on this one. Oh. Now, when the guys started to write this album, um, halfway through the tour, uh, uh, Vinnie Apice yeah. um, came into the band. He replaced Bill Ward because Bill was having some problem with his uh, alcoholism. Well, actually, it was in the tour before the album. That's what I said. Okay, you, I thought you said after. Yeah, Vinny Peace plays drums on this. No, album. he he, halfway through Heaven and Hell tour okay. cycle, he got replaced mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by Vinny Peace, mm-hmm. who finished up that tour cycle, and then joined or became a member okay. of, of Black Sabbath. I agree with you. For drums on this album, now, I thought the drumming, on this album was excellent. Oh, like yeah. there was, Bill Ward has a certain groove. He, he does something, you know, he, he gels with those guys. He's been there for many years. Vinny Apice came in, and he's a different drummer. And he just killed it. I mean, for some reason, uh, Dio loved him, and he's been through most of Dio, Dio's solo albums, along with Black Sabbath doing this, man. You so. know, it's kind of like when um, uh, Peter Chris got replaced by uh, Eric Carr, and uh, it, it changed that band totally with one when he started drumming not as significant as that but yes you can tell the difference of this drummer he injected a new energy a new uh, a new flow a new songwriting a new way of that the band played it's great I love it why are you looking at me like that you didn't want me to say why you gotta bring up uh, fucking kiss man I'm just saying it was like Peter you want to use my analogy all right man you son of a bitch why did you say were you gonna bring that up no of course not you know what i'll bring up kiss that way kiss is number one i tell the truth at all times i know as much as it might hurt some people's feelings this is a great solo or people might actually text you to be like you know what i agree with chris no whoa 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 whoa. that was a one-time deal man that ain't happening again i'm not if it does come up in my texas I am not going to read it to you. Question. Answer. Do you have any text from her saying, I totally agree with you and I disagree with Chris? Yes. Yeah, right. Here we go, guys. Let's go to the next song. The Sign of the Southern Cross. You can read all those texts later. You can send me videos of yourself reading them. No, you're not getting any more texts, dude. Chris is right. I'm never going to say those words again. From somebody else. I bet you'll say in the next five minutes. <laughs> Chris is brown. There's some good stuff yeah. right here, dude. Starts off nice and st- Ronnie James Dio's vocals are yeah, just amazing. you know, right? Just he, uh, he just he is a f- underrated. I I don't understand how people don't think he's good. I don't know how anybody could say he's not as he's amazing. His vocals are great. It's got range. He's, uh, it's, it's amazing stuff. You, you want to give me some names of who says they're not good? People. Yeah. There are people I know. Yeah. You know, those people better watch out. I'm going to go over there and slap them. What do you mean, those people? <laughs> those people who say Dio is not a good singer. Yeah, I, I don't like those kind of people. Those kind of people. <laughs> Man, this song is great. Listen, I mean... 
I know we. I I don't want to do it, but you have to compare it to Ozzy. Just that. I mean, this sound. This is a the music right now. Sounds like something they could have played with Ozzy, a little deeper. But that whole beginning part out of the question. Oh, definitely, definitely. They couldn't have done it with Ozzy that way. No. Very dark song. Sign of the Southern Cross. Uh, possible demonic connotations. You know, they always wanted to be kind of on that edge. Black Sabbath did, obviously, with their name, some of the things they sang about. Um, this song goes right along with the way they were since the beginning. Love this song. All right, Chris, that was good, man. Would you say I was right? No. Um, I would say, do you hear the keyboards in the background? Of course I very do. Very subtle. I hear Jeff very, back there playing. Yeah, just very nice. Just Oh, yeah, making a sound, maybe a wind sound. That's what I was going to say. He's almost like accentuating the sound of wind. Yeah. The wind. All done on keyboards. The Southern Chris. Cross. Things that are hanging off the cross are blowing in the wind. Yeah. Smoke in the air. People trying to make their way through this battle-torn land. The sign of the Southern Cross is leading them, and they don't know where they're going, but they can't turn around or turn back. That's what the song sounds like to me. I man. like it. I like it. Man. Kill it. I love this stuff, dude. Yeah. I love... They, they They don't do music like this anymore. They don't do music like this anymore. I'm sorry. I don't care... I haven't heard anything like this. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with you on so this. So right? Yeah. <laughs> but this is a very powerful song. Yeah, it is. In that sense from the band that they're doing it. Same thing. Uh, Vinny Peace is doing his thing. Uh, Tony uh, Tony Iommi is doing is wheeling on the guitar. And, you know, Geezer's still bringing that low-end bass. coming to, yep. Sounds good. And, and Dio's voice. And Jeff on the keyboard. Into the... Okay, Jeff on the keyboard. Give me the next song, man, because I'm doing good. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Here we go. South Cross. E5150. What's the E stand? Wait a minute. Did you say Edward 5150? Okay. I, uh, okay. That's what that stands for. Um, I got it right here. Uh, I'm right. Edward 5150. Eddie let Tony use his guitar amp. Oh, I didn't know that. All yeah. right. Tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. They were both on the Warner Brothers label. Okay. The guys were doing this album in Los Angeles. They okay. built a personal studio. Okay. Eddie came down. They were doing some riffs. Okay. You want to talk to Tony? Next thing you know, he's doing it. He goes, oh, yeah, man. I, I, yeah, 5150. Oh, okay. Edward, 5150, and there it is. Bam. I did not know that story. Yeah. That's great, dude. I love it. You ready to go, or do you want to play the whole thing? No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. This is an intro, a little slow, little instrumental intro into this oh. little gem. This is not a gem. This is a rocker. Yeah. This. Did you hear that screaming? Uh, highlight of the album for me. Definitely. This song is a perfect fusion of Ronnie James Dio and Black Sabbath. It's just them, their, all their strengths coming together into a peak of greatness that is known as the Mob Rules. Wow, that's a good analogy of that, dude. I know. That's killer. The Mob Rules. You come together, good or evil, the mob will rule. You're trying to be a, you know... One or two individuals trying to rule everybody. That mob gets together, they're going to rule. Same thing, Black Sabbath. Maybe it was a message. Ozzy, you can't do it on your own. The mob rules us. Whoa. Maybe. I don't know. You read that. You read it between the lines on that one. <laughs> between, between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song, man. This is, this is the best song for me on the album. Can't get enough of it. I don't know, man. It's all right. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a great song. You love this one. It's into fools. The mob rules. Sweet guitar solo, sweet lyrics, sweet writing, sweet everything. Cool. It's not too sweet. sweet. It's just 
sweet enough. There you go. Yeah. Love the guitar solo. I can listen to this one back. I can listen to this one like three, four times in a row. It's a little short. It's only 314. Is it on your gym mix? Of course it's on my gym mix. Uh, I, I edit it to the top. Mm. All the way to the top. Let's go to the next song. Is that okay with you? Yes. All right, here we go. Oh, it's a country song. This is a country girl. Country song. Is this the first Dio country song? Hold on, let me look. Um... <laughs> Written by Ronnie James Dio, Tommy Aomi, Geezer Butler, and Garth Brooks. Not Brian Adams? <laughs> and Garth Brooks. <laughs> oh, so, and Reba. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, guys. If you didn't know that. Yeah, dude. I mean... When you first look at the, the like, just if you just look at the song titles, you see Country Girl, you're like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. What hmm. What is this song about? And he's not a guy to, to talk about girls, like, you know. No, this is. Kind of, kind of, you know, you got you to gotta leave your, if you want to achieve greatness and excellence, you have to come out of your comfort zone. Comfort zone is where excellent goes to die. And wow, okay. That's, he got out of his comfort zone a little bit, singing about something different, writing about something else. Great song came out of it. Yay for us. We get to hear it. So love it, dude. Great, great. Happy for his success on this one. It's a great song. That wow. bass is just cutting. Boom, boom. I've never seen him play, but um, does Geezer play with his fingers? Or did, have you ever seen him play or what? Yes. Uh, I want to say it plays with his fingers. Like, no pick. I think I've seen him, but boom, 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 boom. No, it's boom, 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 boom. You got to add the extra boom. Oh, sorry. This is killing, dude. All right, man. Are you going to bring me the next song? Woo! I was slipping away to the next one. Yeah. What are your feelings on this one? Great. You know, uh, 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 sounding rock and roll song, man. Just bam, bam, bam. Love it. Let's look at some. So, yeah, so the, this whole album, all songs were written by uh, Dio, Iomi, and Butler. Um, and all lyrics were written by uh, Ronnie James Dio. They also came out with like extra, you know, CDs and, and extra editions. The 40th anniversary in 2021 um, uh, had a bunch of live tracks from Memorial Coliseum, London Odeon, Hammersmith Odeon, Portland Memorial Coliseum, you know. And they actually play. Um, if you look through this, um, when they played at the Portland Memorial Coliseum, they mm -hmm. actually do play some Aussie songs. Uh, NIB. Uh, Black Sabbath, War Pigs, Iron Man, Paranoid, Children of the Grave. So they do play a lot I, of Aussie songs, and I feel like I would have no issue listening to Dio sing them. Well, okay, yeah. So, but you know, when you're an established band, like you have to go back and oh yeah, play some of the other songs that brought them to the table. And, that, and that's just like you got to go back with like the only thing we have really to compare it to is our two bands actually now that I thought of another one Van Halen ACDC you got to go oh. back and sing some of the songs dude you got to go back because oh definitely they're that. great songs and I love how like especially with ACDC they're not unapologetic about it They and they kill it dude with those songs that Bon Scott did they kill it Van Halen Sammy Hagar I don't think he killed it as much as uh, Brian Johnson does in ACDC no he? he almost just makes them his own it's like Oh, uh, Bon Scott, you were great. You were amazing. I'm going to take it from here. Hold my beer. Yes. <laughs> you were like, yeah. really, dude? You know what? And, and the same thing. Sammy. No disrespect to Bon Scott. Great vocalist. No disrespect. You going to cut me off again? Sorry. Man, you're making me hear the solo now. I love it. Um, I was going to say, you're right about that because... <laughs> yeah. You said, was, you said I'm right like five times now. Thank you. Go ahead. Sorry. When Van Halen... Um, did songs with Sammy, they didn't butcher 
the Van Halen songs. It, but right, Sammy made him his. Let's just go with that. Well, I was talking about ACDC. Well, same thing. Yeah. I mean, he's made his. They both those both those were good analogies of changing the singer and and shit still working. Yep. So killer. Good stuff. Great yeah. stuff, actually. Um, let's go to the next song. You know, these guys weren't afraid to start things off slow. And did the build-up, they really do a they lot of They do build a lot up. of build-up, which actually works because Dio's voice is so powerful. You know? And he can do these small little... Oh, that's good, dude. You sound good. Why don't you let me cross this can? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I, yeah, you got, you can hear it. Um, you got some, you got some guitar. You got some Jeffs back. Do you hear Jeff? Play no, I don't. No, don't hear nothing. Oh yeah, I do some know. harmonies. You hear yeah. that little vocal harmonies? Man, this is good stuff right here, dude. It's. We're gonna, I'm gonna say it one more time. You gotta be on the headphones, dude. You can hear all. You can get in there. You, oh. can, you can do this move. Yeah. What? What I hear? Really get in deep. That's like the get in deep move. You really can start hearing nuances. Oh, you can hear the difference, huh? Love it, dude. I love it. I love it. That's a little too much for me. The pressure. <laughs> Listen to that. That's heavy. That's low. That right? Um, dare I say, sinister no. sounding? Yes. Sinister sounding. Goes right along with falling off the edge of the world. What does that mean? Are you running? Are you being pushed? Are you being pushed out? You're falling off the edge of the world. You're crying for help, and no one's here to help you, and you feel like what you're is, falling. Isn't there a part of history where people would say? The water ends, and what happens when the water ends? You fall off the edge of the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, ships came, too. and nobody fell off the end of the world. No, they didn't. Came around, and the front of the boat poked you in the butt. Boop! Oh, shit, you came around the world. Where'd you come from? Right? Here it comes. You know, Ronnie James Dio singing about, singing about what he sings about best. Right? Just great stuff. Fantasy and... That sorts of stuff. Yeah. Mystical creatures. Who is he, Harry Potter? Yeah, he is. He's heat. Harry Potter's slightly taller. Ha <laughs> Ooh, you got me on that one. Unless you include the wand. Oh. <laughs> Did we ever find out how tall the deal was? No. 5'4"? Something there, right there. You know, I we did. Greg, did did we go to that concert together? It was Motorhead, Heaven and Hell, and Judas Priest at Devore, San Bernardino. Were you at that show? Did you go to that one? Yes, I was at that show. Yes, 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 yes. And if I remember correctly, we did not go to the Motorhead. They opened. We just went to see Heaven and Hell, which is Black Sabbath with Dio, and Judas Priest, if I remember correctly. Yes. Too busy partying, dude. Party in the parking lot. Heavy metal parking lot. That's a yeah, yeah. little version going. Hey, man. Hey. hey, man. I'm going to the Navy next week. I'm 14 years old. Make out. Oh, my God. You belong on Mars, man. I jump his bones. <laughs> Rob Halford, I'm not too sure about you. <laughs> you guys just got the whole movie in like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Love it. We'll have to have a watching party on that. Love this song. It's great. The slow buildup came, went, and it just rips from then on. Listen to that. <clears throat> track nine, the final track on this album. On and on. Uh, over and over. Over and over and on and on. Over and over and on and on, baby. All right. You know what? It, it, this is very just heavy. 
you know, and Dio fits right in, man. So it's almost like um, so good. Dude. We we could do just as much justice to this by just hitting play and listening to this whole album and not saying a word. Sometimes I feel like we're doing an injustice trying to explain, but all I'm trying to convey, at least for me personally, is the way like I think I have what they make me think about, what they mean to me, the way they make me feel. I am not an, a musician. I'm not a singer. I don't work in the music business. I just appreciate music, and I like the way that some music makes me feel, and this song from a lot of these bands make me think. They make me feel good and contemplate and fantasize and be able to like leave my world and kind of go in these distant lands and stuff. And I when, sometimes when I talk about that, I feel like maybe some people don't feel the same way and I'm wasting their time and sometimes they just want to like let it play and just kind of, here's the album, push play. You know, Chris, I, I like to beat and I like to dance. <laughs> I, like I just to dance. gotta dance. I just wanna dance, Chris. And when I hear these songs, I wanna dance. But man, Ronnie James Dio's voice just takes me to another place. Yeah, just take it on that. Yeah, definitely, man. Um through all this these albums, man, um, Heaven and Hell and the Mob Rules, very killer. I you know, Chris in the midst of being a kid, when we say this was released, 84? Um, no, uh, 81. 80, November 4th, oh, 1981. 81. That was Heaven and Hell, right? Uh, Mob Rules. Mob Rules was 81. Heaven and Hell was 1980. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, I was definitely a younger kid. I want to say I wasn't even... You were... I can tell you. I, I, I want to say I was 11 12. And 12. 11 yep. and 12, yeah. Uh, so I know my brother had these albums... And, um, you know, just real quick tidbit. My brother never liked to share his music with me, my older brother. Um, so anything I had to get, I would either have to buy it again, right, for myself, or not listen to it all. So I think I missed out on Heaven and Hell. And um, hold on a second. Your brother. My would, older brother. Your yeah. older brother would listen to music, and he would love it. And he would own it. And he would not say, hey, Greg. Come listen to this, dude. This shit's killer. No. No. See, now, if you flip it, this is the, my thing from that. And what I learned, what I flipped was when I had, when my parents had my younger brother, Matt, I, and he wanted, he showed interest in rock. I would be glad to share my stuff with him because I wasn't like my older brother on that. I don't think I've ever heard anybody ever say that before. Yeah. I thought that older brothers always wanted to like influence their younger, but like my brother influenced a lot of my musical tastes mm -hmm. and my musical interests. I don't hold all of those still, but it exposed me to a lot of stuff that I never would have hear, heard before, and I'm grateful for that. God, I want to be a dick, but man, that sucks. It did, but that's what made me a different type of brother. It happened for a reason, because it made I've you that oversharing... Underbearing. Yeah. Let's check out some rock and roll. And still today, I'm that overbearing, oversharing guy where I want to send people playlists. I want to share music that I Listen found. That solo. That I, I'm with you. If you let me talk, then I would say I want to share all the music, new, old, something, and share it with the world because that's who I am. I want to share because I think, oh shit, this is good. Here, check this out. And that's why I think a lot of the dynamic between me and you works. Because I want to share, like I said, I want to share Crocus with you, and it worked. And look at you oh, now. Yeah, you I, are totally focused on the Crocus. Focus on the Crocus. Love it. Yeah. Sabbath. Loving this right Anyways, here. Anyways, going off this rant. Listen, we to are... this, listen to this play out solo, dude. Woo! I'm going to go quickly through some factoids before our hit, we hit our last song. This was actually the last song on the album. Charting, Canada, 19. Uh, Dutch 47, Finland 18, Japan 63, New Zealand 45, Sweden 30, UK 12, US Billboard 229. 2022 in the German charts, we charted at 83. Canada is gold, UK silver with only 60,000, which is very interesting. United States gold with only 500,000. I can't believe that's got to be at least platinum. I will stand by my word. The Mob Rules was the first release. It charted in UK at 46. Turn Up the Night, 24 mainstream US, 37 UK singles, and Voodoo, 
46 U.S. mainstream rock charts. I finished it before the last song got done. Oh, man. What two great albums. We're going to close it out here with some something that they did when they came back together and did the Heaven and Hell. That's what they called Correct. themselves they, when they came they, back together. They came back. Because they already had a Black Sabbath reunion at this point. So they're like, well, but we want to play together too. We can't be Black Sabbath again. Well, let's just be Heaven and Hell. And this is like the tour we saw them on. And this is good shit right Correct. here. Correct. Yeah. And that was it, Chris. That's, thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. So the guys came back um, and they had a different name. <clears throat> now, you know, it could have been the change of rights. Who owns the name? Who does this? But you're right. The reunion happened with Black Sabbath. Now they want to do Heaven and Hell and maybe take it in a different direction. They still could just, hey, we're just going to play Heaven and Hell and Mob Rules stuff, Dehumanizer, you know, or do we pay any of the Black Sabbath stuff? So whatever happened, it happened. Anyways, anything else you want to say? I do. I want to tell everybody where they can get a hold of us on social media. Go ahead. Give it to at me. At BigTalkCG.podcast on Instagram. At BigTalkCG.podcast on TikTok. You want to email us? You want to let us down. know what's going on? BigTalkCG at gmail.com. If you want to go to Twitter, we're at Big Talk CG. And you can go to our <laughs> you can go to our uh, bio on Instagram and go to our link tree, see everywhere you can listen to us. Look at these stickers Greg's showing you. You guys, if you guys want some of those stickers, they will be soon be available. Maybe some merch coming with that as well. Let us know. Let us know what you guys want, what you guys want to see, what you guys want to hear. We're available 24-7. All right. Take them out, Greg. All right. This is Greg from the Big Talk Podcast. Listen and listen loud, folks. See ya.